Hey everyone, welcome back to the Jacqueline Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about weird, crazy things that we believe as kids. Because you know, kids don't know the world and they're dumb. And we were no exception. <laughs> Man, Jacqueline, calling us out dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All kids are dumb. Come on now, let's be real. You just don't know what's more up. Like, more like they just don't understand. But yeah, we can call them dumb. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any whack stuff? stories? Yeah, stuff I believed as a kid. Okay, so you know how most children believed in like the tooth fairy whenever mm-hmm. they lost a tooth and they like put it under their bed? For yeah. us, it was super different. So every time I lost a tooth, this is back at my old house. We used to have like a, <clears throat> we used to have a creek running in front of us. So there's like a little creek right in front of our house. And every time we lost a tooth, my mom would take the tooth and she would chuck it in the creek and it was like oh it's like some kind of like god will bless you some kind of offering and I was like okay that's cool so every time I lost a kid I'll be like mom we have to go throw it in the creek so you would go outside walk over to the creek and just chuck it I don't know why I believe that it was probably one of the weirdest things I believed as a kid I'm just shocked yeah that was that was (laughs) That was something. <laughs> I'm kind of like processing this. Is this like, like a family? It's just like your no. specific. What is it? I don't it? think so. It was just I don't think my mom wanted to keep the tooth in the house, so she just threw it. Oh my god! This is actually when best. we came here. This is the best story I've ever heard. This is just the best story. When we came here, um, so do you know the? apartments that like you know that huge water tank the apartments around that area yeah yeah goes to like the elementary school over there mm-hmm. yeah so there's like another creek running around in that area and since I was still a kid here I was still losing my teeth my mom would still take it go all the way over there and chuck it in the creek now like <laughs> okay then oh my goodness yeah, I thought I thought when we came to this house it would kind of stop but it continued so yeah, that was that was something that I believed as a kid. That's fantastic. Oh my goodness. That's it. Like I never had that experience. Because my parents, we never did Santa Claus. We never did Tooth Fairy or anything like that. Like Easter Bunny. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was not just, believing Easter Bunny. Pretty much I, we didn't do anything like that. My I think my family still has like all my teeth in like a box or something. <laughs> somewhere in my house arguably that's more weird than chucking them in a creek to be fair it's weird to keep your teeth yeah because i think like i would you know you pull it out and you go to the i think a couple of them i did at home but a couple of them i went to the dentist and i did my first ones i went to the dentist so they gave me this little box and they said here's Mm. your teeth oh is it like the ones they tie around your neck not in the neck. It's just like a plastic box. It's like a tiny oh. plastic box. It's not interesting like a necklace. No, it's just a box. And then I have my teeth in there, I guess. I don't know where they I, are. It's I remember weird. elementary school, like anytime a kid lost a tooth at school, they would give like a little necklace with a plastic tooth shaped little box to put it in so they could go home and like do whatever they wanted to with it. Yeah, yeah, I always wanted dope. one of those, but I never, I never lost my teeth. That's cool. Just like break your teeth, <laughs> just go give me a, give me a box. 
yeah Safety okay this is this is also like now this is just story about teeth but like one of my classmates in elementary school I think I was in fourth grade fourth grade and we had a playground and we're mm-hmm. playing like tag and she like smacked her face first into like a metal pole oh no and she's like chipped her teeth like it was just sliced in half oh my god and it was like that's the crazy thing it wasn't her whole tooth it was just half of her tooth and it was sliced off and then you could just see it on the ground and she's like freaking out and then eventually she got the filler thing so it fills out so it looks like normal Uh uh-huh but it's like really painful and i was like did they pull out the rest of the tooth that's the thing no they just took whatever like what was there and then they did something to it but they filled it in to make the shape of the tooth back to normal so that part that got chipped off is just gone and is like replaced in that area with like i don't know what material they used obviously probably lost the other half too considering it was probably baby tooth you probably grew a full tooth in who knows that's that's i'm saying that was they did not take out the tooth I mean, if you took out the tooth, um, would it, like, affect your gums? So when your new one comes in, it wouldn't come out properly? Maybe that's why they put in, I think that's like, her a permanent teeth. Whatever. I think that was her permanent teeth or something. Because whatever the tooth they cut out and there's, like, the whole thing, they just filled it in with, like, like it's, like, pretty much glue? Is it glue? It's not really glue. I don't really even know how to describe it. But it's like a liquid I mean, I get that, that just yeah. wraps around it and then it just becomes a tooth. And then she came back like two days later and it was completely normal. And everyone was like, well, what happened? She's like, it's just like filler or something. Like, and I was like, okay, cool. It, That's interesting. She, <laughs> that was so interesting. But the crazy part was like, you could just see the piece of tooth on the ground and everyone was just staring at it and didn't know how to react. Like, oh shit, it's tooth. Uh, I was like, oh, that's half a tooth. It's not even a whole tooth, it's half a tooth. That's what's the weird part of it. The fact that it was a piece of a tooth. Is everyone I just feel knows bad that? for people who chip their teeth like that? Oh my god, it's awful. Like, I could just see the pain she was in. I was like, oh no. I don't think we're not. The thing is, I don't pr- like, I participate in tag, but I don't like do it a lot. So I wasn't participating in this particular game. So I was mm-hmm. just standing there. I think I was just hanging out with some friends or something, and I was just standing there, and I just see this happen in front of me, and I was like, this is an interesting Tuesday. <laughs> what an interesting Tuesday. I remembered it was a Tuesday, because two days later, it was a Thursday. And then it was like, okay, this is so random. <laughs> I'm just going off in weird stories. Yeah, this is teeth stories. Oh, okay. This is totally random. Not related at all, but speaking of interesting school stories, this still might be slightly embarrassing, but um, in elementary school, okay, I was in the first grade at the time, and um, I was eating my lunch, and they were dismissing some of the classes, and this girl, um, my mom used to work there, so she was there with me, um, and there was this girl that's walking up behind me and she had a carton of milk in her tray and she had like these little plastic toys in her tray too okay. and she was with this other girl and she was like playing around with those toys in her tray as she's walking behind me and her carton of milk tips over and it spills all over down my back and it was so weird. okay my mom saw it happen so she came over she was like 
you did not just do that. She straight up flipped on the girl. She, <laughs> oh like, my god. She was like, why the fuck do you have plastic toys in your fucking tray? I'm like, you're supposed to be eating lunch. Why do oh, you have stupid plastic toys in your tray? She's oh mad. <laughs> okay, like, kids are just not careful. I remember... You know, every, I think, like, Gen Z kid knows all about, like, Go-Gurt or, like, the, the yogurt in, like, the stick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone knows that. And it was just, like, a, you just knew it. Everyone ate it. And I remember in school, like, one of, in second grade, one guy just ripped it out and it spewed. And it spewed all over my hair and my back. It wasn't, like, a big, like, a car in the mid, like, a bunch of it. But it was just, like, splattered all over the place. And it was all over my hair and all over my shirt. And it was so... I was like, mm, and it was like, I, I knew I had to wait hours before I could go home. And I went to the bathroom, tried to wash it off. I couldn't. And it was just like yeah. sticky and it was really hot. So it was just like, you could smell like the dairy that's like outside and it's hot. You know, it has that dairy bad yeah, smell. Yeah, yeah. So I was just smelling like that. Yeah. Couldn't you like go to the office and get like a loner shirt or something? No, the, the thing is it was in my hair. So I went to the bathroom and I tried to wash my hair off, but it didn't come off. Because before the because before I could go to the bathroom, for some reason, it was really hot the day that it's like solidified in my hair, like that smell. It oh. was so it was like the bad dairy smell. Plus, gogurts have so much like flavor, like fake flavor and sugar in it. So it's like uh-huh. sugary, bad dairy smell. And I just smelled like that for hours. And I was like, oh my God, it was so gross. It was so not fun. Oh my god! Speaking of smelling things, smelling things. We're going off. Just no more story. No, (laughs) you go tell your story because I'm done. So in elementary school, once again, I used to have this pink water bottle, and on my way home, I used to take the bus. Um, I used to sit next to this girl, Kathy. I actually sat next to her, or no, it was Jessica. No, it was a Jessica, <laughs> some uh, completely other girl, sorry. Um, and I remember when hand sanitizers from like Bath and Body Works, like the thing, like the smelly kind, oh, you know, yeah. like they smell oh, really yeah. nice. Yeah, and my, I had my pink water bottle and it was empty. And I was like, what if we mix the hand sanitizers? What would happen? So I opened up my water bottle and we're mixing hand sanitizers. And there's like this other... Okay, so me and this girl, we're, like, right here, right? And then across from us, but the seat behind the one that's across us, so, like, diagonally behind us, there were two other girls in there. I think they were, like, a year older than us or something. And we're passing it around to smell the hand sanitizer, the mixed hand sanitizer. And the bus driver, oh, my God. I think he thought we were doing drugs or something because he literally stopped the bus and he was like, what the hell are you guys sniffing back there? Oh, and we're just like very shyly, very timidly because we're like, oh shit, we just got busted. We're like hand sanitizer. And he was and like, like no. yeah, no, he was just like, okay then. Like it, he didn't really react as much. He just went back to driving yeah, but that happened, and I'm pretty sure he thought we were like doing drugs. <laughs> you know, people like you're sniffing glue back there. It's like, no, I'm sniffing <laughs> hand sanitizer because I'm a good Gen Z kid with our Bath and Body Works hand sanitizer. Oh my god, I'm pretty every... sure they would pass us inhalants though. Oh, people do all courses, all sorts of things. 
Oh my goodness. Speaking of like, I want to go back to like lunch things. Huh. Like I want to go back to like, I had a, there's this movie, I feel like 2013, it came out, Rise of the Guardians. And I love that movie. It's a really good movie. And it was about like, like all the sort of like myths of characters and they're like doing like an adventure to like save the whatever it was like Santa Claus Easter Bunny Tooth Fairy yada yada all that stuff and I remember and that was in like third grade so I was a little older I usually by third grade you're kind of like get to the thing and like "Eh, Easter Bunny it's not really real I think Mm -hmm. by third grade it's kind of like okay but I remember I had a classmate and we're talking about that movie because it was like a really big kid movie at the time everyone was like oh my god have you seen it so good and then one girl was like I don't want to see it because they're like like it's making fun of Santa or whatever because she legitimately thought like the Easter Bunny and two three like she legitimately thought it was real it was she was a very emotional girl Mm, let me get this started she's very emotional so that she was like it's real it's real like stop making fun of this and we're all sitting here it's like it's a movie and also these characters are not real and she was so upset. She was crying. And then, the, of course, the people came over and was like, what's going on? And they were just like talking to the people. We're like, um, so we told our classmate here that the Easter Bunny and Santa and stuff is not real. And now she's crying. So then the, 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 the guards, you know, knowing that we're kids, like we legit, legitimately believe that. Like Santa's real. So they were kind of like comforting her, but also they know it's not real. So they're kind of like, it's okay. And she's like asking them, is it real? And they're kind of like, um, maybe you should talk to your parents about that. Because they don't want to say it's not real. And I like how mature they're acting. I'm gonna interrupt <laughs> that. I like how they're acting mature about it when they're like trying to calm her down. I mean it's the guard duty. Really it's, like adult. <laughs> it's the guard duty like came over to us. It was like guard duties oh, are the like guard a- duty was saying that. Yeah, because we're because they this commotion is going on. So the guard duty came over and was like, "What's going on here?" And then we're like telling oh, okay. the guard duty. Yeah, it's not like third graders being mature. It's like the guard duty was like, <laughs> um, "Yeah, comforting her." Like, yeah, it, you go talk to your parents about that. No. That's the thing. I told my mom that story, and she was like, "This is exactly why we never taught you about Easter Bunny or whatever because it's so dumb. There was no reason to do it in the first place." Yeah. And then at the end, when you find out it's fake you're like devastated because you're like, I've been lied to for like years. Like, why am I being lied to for like so long? So I didn't like do, I didn't have stuff like that. Here's the thing with like me and that whole like situation, like for some time, I I like believed, I put that in air quotes, mm-hmm. um, in like Santa and Easter Bunny and stuff, like just for funsies, you know, like, oh, it's yeah. cool to think that mm-hmm. exists. Exactly. Um. Santa Claus, for some reason, I was kind of adamant that it existed, but I, 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 found, I found out early on that no, it didn't, and it didn't really hurt as much. I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go back to how everything was, right? <laughs> and, like, the Easter bunny, I remember in kindergarten, we had, like, an Easter egg hunt, and my mom never really, like, brought up, like, these beliefs, mainly because she probably didn't know about them at the time. Exactly. Like, we're Asian. They don't. <laughs> yeah. And so we didn't really bring that stuff up but growing up in like an American school 
like mm-hmm. you know like kids around you just talk about it so you're like oh easter bunny yeah probably exists or something yeah yeah and but like I still kind of knew somewhere inside me that they don't exist. Yeah. Like, I believed in it, but I didn't. Like, I believed in it for the fun, but I knew that they didn't exist. Yeah, like, I'm not going to be devastated and cry. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. Like, I wasn't, like, super against it, but I also wasn't, like, this is the most realist thing in the world. I don't know what what parents. Like, I when parents do that, I'm like, what do you expect the kids to do when they find out it's not real yeah it's like how would like they don't you've lied to them for years like what do you think they're gonna they're gonna be like okay <laughs> yeah know. and then they're just like oh but the kids they should be able to believe in these things you know like it's like things that kids believe in it's like yeah but yeah what's worse like, lying to your kid or just letting them know hey that's not real because <laughs> to me i'm like kids like i for sure I'm sure everyone like a lot of people have like you know imaginary friends or whatever but like you mm-hmm. imagine it yourself so therefore it's not really a big deal I feel like if your parents like they told you that it existed you know then you're like okay but then they didn't like they're like oh no it doesn't and then you're confused like why did you tell yeah, me this then a, yeah like there's oh. no point in lying to a kid about it there's no it point. just doesn't yeah. make sense. You're not mm-hmm. fostering their childhood yeah. at all. You're just lying to them. That's what it is. It's just it is. But it I mean, makes sense. Yeah. Well, let me tell you. I, I okay. I'm gonna go tangent because this is just like weird things that children childhood beliefs or whatever. And I gotta tell you, this is the funniest thing to me. When so I love uh, Smosh. It's like one of my favorite be my favorite youtube channel i love watching uh-huh. it and there's a guy on the channel he's like a cast member stuff like that and they do like unscripted stuff where they talk about life and he said that when he was younger well he's a boy you know and they got the, they got a penis and he thought like everyone had a penis so he didn't understand that girls did not have a penis until he was like like older like i think he said like later elementary school but then that that got me thinking that's true that's weird that all boys they, like they would think that girls would have a penis because they cannot tell the difference like they don't understand like genitalia and i thought to myself that's an interesting thing now that you bring it up it kind of makes sense it just makes sense i'm like oh <laughs> You know, I didn't even know I had a vagina until I was, like, in fifth grade or something. And they're like, this is the vagina. You have one. And I was like, okay, I guess I do. I never really thought about these differences myself. Yeah. I mainly <laughs> because, mainly because, like, I had already been exposed to genitalia. I'll just say that. Um because of like little baby showers and stuff and like yeah yeah, same yeah same that whole situation so it's like oh okay it's it's different so it didn't really cause a newsflash for me but it makes so much sense now that you say that like people had a misconception that we all had the same genitals i know and like as a kid you would probably think that if you're a human you'd probably have like same basic features Mm -hmm. but then you realize that it's very different yeah because I remember he said that and I was like that is so interesting because by the time 
um, like I'm an only child, so I don't have younger sisters, whatever. But by the time I had like a young cousin to take care of, I was already by the point aware of the difference of genitalia. Mm-hmm. But then I saw it and he had this little, you know, he's a little baby boy. He got his little thingy. And by the point I knew what it was, but then I thought to myself, yeah, like he just sees that. He doesn't know anything about the female genitalia. He thinks like everyone has it. That's interesting to me. I remember Noble's brother, little brother, uh, he would also be like, oh, I remember she told me, like, he asked their mom, was like, hey, mom, where's your penis? And then her mom was like, mm. and let me tell you, he's like three. Like he's, yeah. he's, I think he asked it when he was three. I think now he's like four He's or five. Like he's young. He's like a young child. But then he's like still fresh in the elementary grade. <laughs> I think he's in either in, I think he's in first grade. First grade? I think he's in first I grade. I think so. I think so. But pretty much I was like sitting there and I was like, that's it. I don't know. I never like. It was interesting to me that guys are very aware of the penis on Riley. Was it just always there? But girls are not taught about the vagina until much later in life. Yeah, I guess like pretty much when you're aware, periods, then you learn about your vagina. But then before that, you just don't know about it. But then whenever I was like, "Pop," I was like, "Oh, that is." I guess it's there. Yeah, I didn't fully, like, become aware of genitals and how they worked until very late into elementary school, like, towards the end of fifth grade, I'd say. And then, like, between the summer was when I got more exposed, and then sixth grade came, and I got more understanding. Exactly, middle school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was (laughs) when everything happened. Oh, my God, everything, like, middle school, like, sixth grade is when I, like, everything bombarded to me. Like, I learned what? homosexual was i learned curse words i did not know any curse words before that i learned all about genitalia i learned about, i was like this great which is bombarded with information i was like okay this is a lot oh uh, but let me tell sixth you grade it was like the gateway the gateway everything. but let me tell you in fifth grade we had that this whole like class seminar where the boys were separated with the male teachers and the girls were separated with the female teachers. And we watched like this educational sex videos about like, this is your vagina. This is a period. This is a pad or whatever. And then I remember, and they talked about it. I was like, when the sperm gets to the egg, it fertilizes it and makes a baby. And then I asked in front of everyone, how does the sperm get to the egg in the first place? Because they didn't talk to us about sex. They talked to us about sex in sixth grade, but not in fifth grade. But fifth grade, they told us about periods and the vagina or whatever. So then I asked that in front of the whole entire class. And then the class was split with me being genuinely curious and the other one snickering, like laughing, because they knew what it was and knew that it was kind of like a like a taboo thing. I don't know what to talk about. I don't think it's dumb to me that they can't say that. And I just remember the awkward silence in the room because eight teachers were there and all of them did not know how to react. I mean, imagine you have a I was asking like, you how it works. Because that's the thing, I didn't even know what sex was. I just, in the, literally in the video was like, suddenly it was like, the egg goes in, meets the, the sperm. And I was like, they did not tell me where the, the sperm came from. And they didn't tell me anything about that. It confused me why they discussed it. Despite the fact not discussing sex. 
Yeah. And then I remember all the teachers were like, um, we can't tell you that. You need to like go ask your family. And then I thought to myself, isn't this like school an educational place? And then I got confused. I was like, is this like an illegal thing? Like what is going on? Why is everyone so weird? <laughs> illegal. Like I was like, I'm so confused. Well, to be fair, having sex as a minor is illegal. That's illegal. But just the concept of sex, they were so confused. Yeah. They were like so uncomfortable by it. And I was like, why? It was just weird to me. Yeah, that curiosity, I feel like at school, like, you're supposed to teach kids about that stuff. If Like, if you don't learn it at home from your parents, mm-hmm. I feel like society has made it such a taboo thing to talk about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you should be able to have these conversations with your kid because at one point they're going to mature and find out. And do you want to know how they're going to find out? You know, that's Maybe what I'm not saying. in the best ways. Yeah, so it's like exactly. better to sit your kid down or like if you're a teacher or something, like sit the kids down and talk to them what it actually is. Don't like beat around the bush and be secretive about it because it's a mm-hmm. taboo topic. Just talk about it. Like you need yeah. those conversations need to happen. Exactly. Because I think everyone, when you get older, you automatically affiliate like sex with like sexual pleasure and whatever like that. To me, I feel like sex itself is a very clinical, very scientific process. It's like arousal creates ejaculation. Ejaculation comes into, you know, goes into your uterus, connects with it, whatever, all that stuff. Like it's a very clinical process. It's nothing like sexy about it or whatever. But I feel like, I don't know, like you would talk about it and suddenly all the kids would get like insanely horny or whatever. Like I don't understand like, that's what's just how what, it works. It's weird to me. I'm just like, why? What's so like wrong about it? It's I just eventually everyone's gonna find out. And let me tell you, it's much better to find out in a very like neutral setting instead of like watching porn. Because let me tell you, porn's unrealistic AF. I actually yeah, it's just it's just not. It's I mean they don't really like show. Okay, it's it's all staged. We all know that it's staged. Uh, yeah, it doesn't like present the naturalities yeah of how me, it works you know like how sex happens sex happens is like people like say things like continuously like hey man can you move it over can you stop i need to go to the bath like you know it's constant communication it's not always the most sexiest thing in the world yeah you know and if people like liquids go places people are sweating people are not always like toothpick skinny with 500 abs like it's just now it's you're getting this realistic. i know and then i you i i did like a, i read this like interesting article and it was just like you know everyone's genitalia and all their pubic whatever all that stuff looks different for each person but now seeing everyone be like completely shaped down there and seeing like there's only a certain type of how like your clitoris and stuff looks like everyone gets confused by it i'm like y'all need to, people need to get for everyone it's different <clears throat> people need to get educated about it unless they're gonna get like i remember i saw like i think a really like a scary amount of people who are like getting sort of like plastic surgery but surgery down there to make it look like a certain shape because they think that whatever mm. shape i have is un pleasing or whatever 
And it was younger kids and parents who are like, yeah, because even their parents don't know what's a good looking one or, or like, is this normal? So then they would just go to the doctor and was like, hey, I want to like fix whatever. Like, I want to cut this piece of skin off or whatever. And I'm like, this is all unnecessary. But, yeah, I mean, like, know. unless it, unless, um, unless the way your genitals are, like, if it may, if it's making you uncomfortable, exactly, like, it feels uncomfortable, and you need to, like, you need Do to something. get surgery done. Mm-hmm. Like, for some people, um, I know in like females, sometimes like inner labia folds, they yeah. can be larger, and which can sometimes be uncomfortable, or like if your labia in general, if it's large, it can be uncomfortable to sit or sometimes, mm-hmm. or like walk around or wear certain yeah. clothing so they would get surgery to like make it more comfortable yes that, that's just a lifestyle choice I mean I'm not one to judge people for getting surgery if you want if you're not if you don't like the way it looks and you want to change mm-hmm. it go yeah. for it you do you but like don't do it in the notion that it doesn't look a certain way and it needs to look a certain way because it looks wrong to you mm-hmm. because it's the way it looks now it that's just natural it's natural that's, uh, that's how it is unless you know like said before if it hurts if it's some kind of medical reason, you know, there you go ahead and do that. There's a reason it's there as an option. But now too many people are doing it for a purely aesthetic. And that's mm-hmm. really dangerous. Cause I'm like, you know, doing surgery of any kind is really dangerous just to the body. Like there's a risk of infection and stuff like that. So you're only supposed to really do a surgery unless it's absolutely necessary. And now it's kind yeah, of like, I mean Plastic surgery, people do it because they want to. I mean, as mm-hmm. long as you're doing your research and you understand the consequences mm-hmm. it comes with, you're, you're willing to take it on and you know everything about it. You've done your research, you talk to your doctor about it. By all means, go for it. That's what you want. Yeah, it's more about like understanding because everyone just be like, oh, everyone's doing it. I'm like, no, 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 you have to understand the risk. There are very big risks that comes with any sort of medical procedure like that. Mm-hmm. You know? I think it's just interesting to me. And that's the thing, like kids never exposed to this very big part of the world. And then suddenly you're kind of like, oh, I guess this is all happening. Yeah. And like, yeah. it's part of it's part of the beliefs that we feed kids, you know, like mm-hmm. if you don't if you don't talk to them about these things, they're going to believe certain false expectations and then when they see the reality of it they're going to be like oh this is not how how i expected it to be this is not what i learned or found out yeah yeah that's why the internet is a cursed place but also it's it's good to find out about stuff and it just have everything available to you let me tell you sometimes i'd be like looking up like just normal stuff and then like some weird ad comes i'm like um, i've seen some cursed stuff on the internet because it's the internet i'm not looking mm-hmm. for these things those dot just com websites <laughs> don't get me started oh my god but yeah i think we're closing up on this episode um any closing remarks Jack? this honestly took a whole other route this took a whole other route i don't <laughs> be like fun things and then i mentioned it <laughs> here I mean, it still I mean, falls under stuff we believe as kids. Yes, it's very real. We're gonna have to add a trigger warning. We we will have to add a trigger warning to episode that we didn't expect that a trigger warning. But yeah, um, you know, do your research, be big brain kids, and be curious. Alrighty then, this wraps up this episode of the Jacqueline Podcast, and we'll see you guys next time. Mm-hmm.